The tug of war between NFT projects and marketplaces are becoming very intense because of royalties. Creators are often ignored in the marketplace battle for market share dominance. And Root Troop is a successful project that plans to relaunch its tokens on an entirely new contract that directly enforces royalties via their own marketplace. Today, we're going to discuss the project and what this decision means for other collections. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So the idea for this episode came from a tweet thread from the Root Troop account. I will link that thread directly in the show notes in case you're interested in it, but the general premise of it is number one, bringing out the fact that creator royalties is not the primary way of sustaining their business. However, the $100,000 or so that they earned from royalties over the last year helped to pay moderators and staff and do some promotions. But the part that was really upsetting to them was the fact that they were caught in between the wars between the marketplaces. They felt that these marketplaces had no regards to collections and just had to play by their rules. And that was very much not in the spirit of Web3. One minute, there's going to be royalties. The next minute, there are four creators. The other minute, they're changing the rules to compete with another marketplace. Then they're telling projects to relaunch, reneging and saying, no, you don't have to relaunch. We're going to honor the royalties. And it's just a constant back and forth. Because for the most part, these royalties are enforced at the marketplace level. It is written into the contract. However, it is not enforced at the token level. So depending if the marketplace wants to honor the royalties or not, it's all dependent on how that marketplace decides to work with it. So that is the general overview of the market, not just specific to RootTroop, because that is what every project, for the most part, has to play with. But RootTroop has been around. This is not a brand new project. However, in a relaunch, they're going to launch brand new tokens. So background about this project, 5,500 PFPs of tree kangaroos. By the way, if you have no clue what a tree kangaroo is, you're not alone, because I honestly had no idea what it was before this project launched last year. They kind of look like raccoons more than the kangaroos that we're used to seeing, but apparently they are in the same kangaroo family, or marsupials, I believe they are. They officially launched in January of 2022 at a price of 0.042 ETH. A percentage of the proceeds went to rescuing and saving the tree kangaroos in Australia, but also they did all sorts of interesting things within the project that was not necessarily entirely dependent on charity or selling more NFTs. They have a Web3 jobs board. They have a staking mechanism with a token called Rula, which I think is pretty funny, Moolah for money, but it's Rula because they're kangaroos. And then they launched their secondary collection, the Joeys, which is like saying the baby kangaroos. But for the most part, this has been a successful project. Over 1,247 ETH have been traded, and there's a floor price of about 0.1 ETH at the point of recording this. And the Joeys, not as much volume, but 217 ETH has been the trading volume, and they have a floor price of about 0.1. 0.03 ETH. So they're not bored apes. However, who is in this market? For the most part, very few projects have a floor price above one ETH. But based on where this was minted, the volume that it's doing and the things that are building, I would have to consider this a successful project. Not to mention that the community is still there supporting the founder, active discord, Twitter, and so forth. So as far as relaunching this, having totally different contract, different codes, you're going to issue some new tokens and basically sunset the old collection. It is going to be a lot of work for the team and could be kind of disappointing for some of the holders that want to have those NFTs timestamped from previous years. However, this is not the first NFT to relaunch, have some new tokens, 
Many times I've said it that the Chibi Labs, the original Chibis, those were originally minted on the OpenSea smart contract or shared contract, I should say, and then ported to its own contract. So that was relaunched. Also, Hoodlum Society, the same thing. Quite a few projects were launched on that OpenSea shared contract and then later on transferred over to their own. Then you have projects such as the Fame Ladies who had that ridiculous rug pull by a group of Russians that were pretending to be women launching the first female PFPs. So that was taken over by a new team and they had to basically rework the entire project and build it from the ground up. They didn't have any funds from the mint and the original contract didn't have royalties in it. So that was a total disaster. But then also you have the Accutars where that was the famous one for having, I think it was $48 million worth of ETH that was locked into the contract because of an error in the code. And that is heartbreaking. They had to relaunch it without the mint funds. And then, of course, you have the CryptoPunks, as I've said many times on the show, that there is the V1 and the V2, the ones that's popular right now that everyone speaks about and is collecting and trading. That's the V2. So that is not the original version. The V1s had all sorts of issues in it. And I can go on and on and on. So this is not the only project to relaunch for one reason or another. But here's the thing. I think this is going to be a regular thing. I think a lot of projects, based on the current climate of things, not necessarily wanting to rely on these marketplaces to get their royalties and so forth, will probably end up relaunching to have their own control. Now, there is the case of some of these still launching on a shared contract or some sort of custodial system. However, as the tech upgrades and the use cases are upgraded, knowing that these contracts are immutable, meaning that they cannot change in most cases, at least that's how it should be if done correctly. When something comes up or a limitation comes up, most likely it's going to have to relaunch or have some sort of wrapping mechanism or something to change it. But also this whole thing is going to allow the Root Troop to only have their NFTs traded on their proprietary marketplace. Now, they currently have their marketplace, which is up and running right now, and you can actually trade them and collect them for much lower fees than the other marketplaces. However, this is going to be entirely exclusive. It gives them much more control as to how they can enforce the access and the royalties and all that comes with an NFT. But truthfully, this is not the first project to have their own marketplace. Most famously, of course, the CryptoPunks have their own exclusive marketplace. But as I said, RootTroop already has their own. Then you also have CryptoTechWomen, and countless other projects that have their own marketplace. However, the distinct thing is most projects that have their own marketplace allows their holders to trade within the community at lower fees or no fees. However, they're not exclusive. They still allow you to trade on all the other platforms. But this exclusive marketplace that RootTroop is going to launch is not really the industry standard. So going forward, I'm starting to think that I'm going to see a lot more projects do something like this because Relying on the other marketplaces and platforms that enforce royalties and, and facilitate trading is being heavily reliant on a third party. And that's very much like what we did in Web 2, quote unquote. And I know there's going to be no line between Web 2 and Web 3, but I'm just saying right now because that is where we are. The conversation is still being had. Should we give a central power or a platform that much power? Now, you know where I stand from a business standpoint. I see the benefit in using these platforms. However, if you're truly a decentralized maxi and you don't want to see any kind of centralized power, you're kind of caught between a rock and a hard place in this case because these marketplaces are centralized powers. However, not using these marketplaces is centralizing the trade and the power behind the project and their proprietary marketplace. It's just that there's going to be multiple marketplaces. So yeah, it's going to be more decentralized, but within that economy of that particular token or that particular project is going to be much more centralized. So 
Which one's a better model? That's up for debate. And this thing is going to play out over the next, say, 6 to 12 months. And we're going to see more projects really dance around this issue and see how they're going to feel this out. But I'll be excited to see how this works out. This is one to definitely keep an eye on. And by the way, there's so many interesting things happening within this space that if you're not already following the show, I'd greatly appreciate it if you did. Because believe it or not, it helps the show to be more visible on the platform. So for example, right now, if you search NFT or NFTs on Apple Podcasts, this show is pretty far down the list. And I was told that's because a lot of the listeners are tuning into the episodes, but are not necessarily subscribed to it or following it. So I would greatly appreciate it if whatever app you're using, especially for this Apple podcast, to follow the show. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.